Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. The CEO of Disney, Bob Chapek, is not in the good books of his superstars. First, back in late July, Scarlett Johansson was filing a lawsuit against Disney for releasing Black Widow on Disney Plus Premier Access at the same time it made its debut in theatre saying it breached her contract. She felt that the box office takings would have been better if it wasn't released on Disney's streaming services simultaneously in the theatres. You see, actors and actresses are paid more according to box office takings. Johansson claimed she would have earned $50 million instead of the $20 million she was paid for Black Widow. Now, you might be saying, isn't $20 million good enough? Well, it depends on how you look at it. If you're looking at, hey, $20 million is a lot of money, then yes, it is. But if you're comparing it to the earnings that Disney made by getting new subscribers to the Disney Plus streaming service, and current subscribers paying to watch the movie at home, then $20 million is just loose change. But then there's the argument. If the movie was released just in the theatres during the pandemic, it might not have made as much as if it was released pre-pandemic, and that's a given. Then there's another argument that actresses are not paid as much as actors. Robert Downey Jr. was paid $75 million for Avengers Endgame. Was Scarlett Johansson paid the same amount? Mm, you probably know the answer to that. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Now, Disney decided to release Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings in theaters only. But the comment that Disney CEO Bob Chapek made before the release of the movie angered Simu Liu, the star of the show. You see, Bob Chapek said that it was an interesting experiment before the movie was released. And Simu Liu responded by tweeting, I quote, We are not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will preserve an embattled year. We are the surprise. I'm fired the effing up to make history on September 3rd. Join us, in capital letters, join us. Unquote. But I think this is a misunderstanding of Simon Liu's part. Because this is what I see. I think Bob Chapek said it not because it's a predominant Asian cast film. I think his comment of saying that it's an interesting experiment could have been 
you know, him referring to the 45-day window during which the movie will be exclusively available in theaters before it streams on Disney+. Plus. That's my understanding. Because you see, Jungle Cruise, Black Widow and Cruella were released simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus Premier Access during the COVID-19 pandemic. While Shang-Chi is in theaters only. Well, after 45 days of its release, it will be on Disney Plus Premier Access. But for now, it's only in theaters. So that's an experiment, don't you think? So let's put aside these misunderstandings and let me tell you if you have to wait for it to come out on Disney Plus or must you watch it at the theaters. And I'll give you four reasons plus a couple more. Well, let's start with Simu Liu, who plays Shang-Chi. Simu Liu was born in Harbin, China and immigrated to Canada at the age of five after being raised by his grandparents for his first four years of life. His parents did their postgraduate studies in Queen's University in Ontario, and both of them are aerospace engineers. So he's an offspring of very intelligent parents. Simu is an only child and raised in Erin Mills, an area of Mississauga, Ontario. Oh, by the way, Mississauga is a place in Ontario and not the name of a math teacher, although it does sound like it, yes? He attended University of Toronto Schools, which is a high school that is affiliated with the University of Toronto. He graduated from Ivy Business School at the University of Western Ontario in 2011 with an Honours Business Administration degree. He worked as an accountant, but was eventually laid off as it wasn't his cup of tea. It wasn't his dream. He decided to explore other career options before pursuing a career as an actor and stuntman. Before becoming an actor, he worked in various jobs. One was dressing up like Spider-Man at children's birthday parties. Then came the acting gigs. He was a glorified extra in a few movies, like Pacific Rim, Nikita, and the TV series Beauty and the Beast. His big break came when he was cast as a regular as Jung in the Canadian sitcom Kim's Convenience. So, how did he get the role of Shang-Chi? Some say it was because of his tweet he sent in 2018 saying, Okay, Marvel, are we going to talk or what? Hashtag Shang-Chi. But according to Simu Liu, that tweet was long forgotten and he had to audition for the role just like everyone else. If you'd seen him, you'd know that he has a great physique. If you followed Kim's Convenience, you would have seen him without his shirt in quite a few episodes. If you haven't, you'd be able to see him shirtless in Shang-Chi, while Aquafina looks in awe. Which makes a good segue to this comedic actress. She's a comic relief in this movie, and only she can pull it off the way she did. Sometimes I feel she was just ad-libbing. She has the best lines. Now, prior to landing a comic relief role in Crazy Rich Asians, she played supporting roles in the comedy films Neighbors 2 and in Ocean's 8. After Crazy Rich Asians, she was in Jumanji, the next level, and then came a serious role. She played a leading role in the comedy drama film The Farewell, for which she received critical acclaim and won the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy 
or musical, becoming the first woman of Asian descent to win a Golden Globe in any lead actress film category. She was also nominated for the BAFTA in the Rising Star category in 2020 and the Critics' Choice Movie Award for Best Actress as well as winning the Satellite Award for Best Actress. Now, earlier I spoke about Simu Liu's tweet in 2018 that sent out signals to the universe, well, in his case, the Marvel Universe, and it was a law of attraction for him. Well, Aquafina did send out signals to the law of attraction as well. You see, when Aquafina was a little girl, she stood by the building where Saturday Night Live was being filmed and her idol, Lucy Liu, was hosting the show at that time. She was too young to be admitted to the show, so she thought just by being near the building was good enough, as Lucy Liu was the first Asian woman to open the doors for American Asian women in Saturday Night Live. This was back in 2000. 18 years later, it was Aquafina's turn. Yes, it took that long, but it did happen for her. But prior to all this acting and hosting, did you know that Aquafina was a rapper? She rose to fame in 2012 with her rap song, My Vag. Well, don't worry, I won't play it. It's not appropriate to play it on air here. She then released her debut album, Yellow Ranger, in 2014 and appeared on the MTV comedy series Girl Code. Her second album, In Fina We Trust, was released in 2018. I'm Colin Gomez, and this is Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3. And coming up, more on the actors of Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings. But first, here's a song that was featured in the movie. Now, I'm not a fan of autotune vocals for many reasons, but I'm making an exception to this one. It's a kind of music you can chill out in a sophisticated upper-class lounge sipping on a neon blue drink. It's kind of jazzy as well. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. And speaking of which, Hong Kong actor Tony Leung is a legendary, sophisticated actor in Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings. Most people in the US, Canada, UK, and Europe uh, may not have heard of Tony Leung. But to us in Asia, he needs no introduction. But Tony Leung has come a long way. When he was a child, he used to witness his parents quarreling and arguing about money matters. His father was a chronic gambler, and one day he suddenly left his family. Tony was only eight years at that time, and his mother single-handedly raised him and his younger sister. After his father left the family, Tony was very reserved and quiet and kept his feelings inside. Because of financial difficulties, he had to quit school when he was just 15. He worked in a variety of jobs, first as a grocer runner at his uncle's shop, then a showroom salesman in a Hong Kong shopping center. Around the age of 16, he met future actor and comedian Stephen Chow, who influenced his decision to become an actor, and the two are still good friends. Oh, by the way, both Tony and Stephen were born in 1962. Tony said his childhood experiences paved the way for his acting career, which allows him to openly express his feelings. The sadness inside him 
made him cry easily on cue or made him angry easily on cue. In Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Tony Leung acts so cool and collected and his eyes, well, they are so expressive. Not many performers can act with their eyes. Tony is one of the few that can. I actually can dedicate a whole show about Tony Leung. And speaking of veteran Asian performers, who's just two months younger than Tony Leung is Malaysian-born and early 80s Miss Malaysia, Michelle Yeoh, who plays the role of Ying Nan. You know, I always thought Michelle Yeoh had some kind of martial art training because of the fighting role she lands herself in. But no, she doesn't. She's actually a trained dancer. A ballet dancer since the age of four and as a teenager, she trained at the Royal Academy in London, England. She uses her dance moves in her acting and fight scenes. I would love to go on about Michelle Yeoh, but like Tony, I would have to dedicate a whole show about her. What a marvelous actress. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is one hell of a movie. It has all the right ingredients. Action, car chases, great scenery, great martial arts, fantastic actors, and it has a great story which will tie up more characters of the Marvel comic universe. It has a huge Asian cast. It's written by an Asian-American, David Callaham, who gave us Wonder Woman 1984, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, and many other great screenplays. It's also written and directed by Destin Daniel Creighton, who is a Hawaiian-born Japanese-American. The movie also has a good mix of English and Mandarin. It actually starts off in Mandarin. Now, besides all this, I also like the two lions that protect a particular ancient city in the movie. It looks like, um, you know, those stone lions you see outside a house or building. It looks exactly like that. And I also like the dragon that looks like a dragon dance dragon. It's very authentic and very Asian. And what I really, really liked about Shang-Chi is the family values and love that is portrayed in the movie. And it has some great lines too. Some of the great lines in this movie can be used to inspire us as well. For example, if you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing. Pick a lane and put your foot on the gas. Oh, I forgot one more thing that I really liked and that was featured in the movie is a character that is a Liverpool fan. Look out for the subtle Liverpool FC scarf in the background on the left-hand corner of the screen. And I won't tell you who this famous British actor is, as I don't want to spoil it for you. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is a definite watch on the big screen. And I love the soundtrack too. It's very oriental. And my advice to you is not to leave the theatre when the end credits start to roll, as there are two more scenes. One midway through and the other at the very end. I'm Colin Gomez, and this has been Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3. Scenes. One midway through and the other at the very end. I'm Colin Gomez, and this has been Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3.